Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. As we continue our series of podcasts called Sermon Extras, we find ourselves here at the end of 1 John chapter 1. That's what we looked at this past Sunday in our church service. And we talked about light and we contrasted it with darkness because that's exactly what John is talking about in this passage. The difference between light and darkness, the importance of us coming out of darkness and into the light or even exposing the darkness for what it is. And we looked at a lot of different and good stuff, spent a lot of time talking about how important it is to follow Christ, uh, how much God hates wickedness and detests sin. And we looked at this one truth that I want to talk about a little bit right now, but we didn't look at it quite as deeply as it demands, as it deserves. And so I want to spend a little bit more time on that right now to talk about this. And this is what it says in verse 7 of First John chapter 1. I'm going to include verse 6 in this, but I want to focus on verse 7 tonight. It says in verse 6, If we say we have fellowship with him, with Jesus, while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. In verse 7 it says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus' his Son cleanses us from all sin. I've been noticing lately that in the scriptures and even in the Christian life, a lot has to do with perspective. We even talked about in this past Sunday that how if you have a wrong view of God, it will uh, drive you away from God. And all those who are many of those who are rebelling from God today don't actually know the true God. They're rebelling from a wrong version of God because their perspective is off and the devil probably had a play in that. But in the Christian life, there's two perspectives that you and I can look at when we're looking at things in the Word of God that seem harsh and hard to hear. And it's our first perspective is we could just recoil and go, oh, you know, I don't want to hear that. That's I don't like when people, you know, speak harshly to me. I don't like when hard things are said to me. And you can kind of just shut down at that point and run away from that truth. And I think a lot of people do that, unfortunately. But I think there's another perspective that, that if we tap into it, it can really help us appreciate what God is trying to do. And this perspective just really comes out in this verse. And that's what I focus on. want to focus on today is this perspective of God wants to help you. God wants to help you. I've mentioned before one of my favorite movies, in fact, I think it is my favorite movie of all time, is called A Christmas Carol with Ebenezer Scrooge. You guys know that story? Ebenezer Scrooge is this miser, right? He's this wretch. He's this guy who's just mean to everybody. And he's a guy you just want to avoid at all costs because every time you're around him, he makes you feel little and, you know, not valuable and just feel miserable about yourself. But as we know, Scrooge has a change throughout that movie. At the end of the movie, Scrooge turns into a much different character, and he's he's very pleasing to be around. But most of the movie focuses on who Scrooge is at the beginning, because you have to understand the change at the end. And to appreciate the change, you have to understand what he is. And the other thing I really want to illustrate with that is the fact that sometimes I think our perspective when looking at God is we, we look at like the beginning of Scrooge, and we, we see God in this harsh hard light as if he's like just this hard taskmaster trying to say hard things and make us do things we don't want to do and judging us and condemning us and telling us how wicked we are. And I understand if if that's your perspective, if many have their perspective, then that's why they walk away from God. 
But that's not really who God is. And if you guys know God, that's, that's exactly what you know about God, is that he's not that way. God exposes darkness, but it even says in this verse, in verse 7, he does it in order that he can cleanse us. And I think that's what's so awesome about this verse, is he doesn't want us to come into the light so that he can condemn us and judge us and tell us how wicked we are and curse us. He wants us to be cleansed. He wants us to have fellowship with him. That's the whole point of us coming out of the darkness and into the light. Not for condemnation's sake, but to be cleansed. So that we can actually be reconciled to the Father in a loving, pure relationship as we were always meant to have. And at the end of Christmas Carol, <laughs> just to illustrate this one more time, Scrooge, and again, this, this illustration breaks down because God is not like Ebenezer Scrooge whatsoever. But at the end of this movie, Ebenezer Scrooge has had this long resume of being a wretch and a miser. And after his change, after, you know, the three spirits visit him and Scrooge goes this, through this dramatic, you know, looking at his own life and realizing the consequence of his lifestyle, he changes. You know, he wakes up from his, you know from his gloom and his doom, and he becomes a nice, gentleman, loving person. But <laughs> his uh, his clerk, Bob Cratchit, has no... He's ready and waiting for Bob Cratchit to come in, and Bob Cratchit comes in a little bit late, and all nervous because he knows what Scrooge is like, and he's probably going to get reamed out for this. And so when he comes in, you know, Scrooge kind of plays with him, knowing what Bob Cratchit is going to expect him to do. And Scrooge acts like he's really mad at Cratchit and says, you Bob Cratchit. And, you know, Cratchit's already worried and, and anxious about being late. And, you know, he says, I, I made merry yesterday, which means, you know, I, uh, I had a lot of happiness and good drinks and good food and good memories. And, you know, I lost track of time. But Scrooge is still playing with him and saying, you know, Cratchit, I'm not going to stand for this any longer. And Cratchit's like, oh, here we go. You know, he's going to read me out or he's going to fire me. I'm going to lose my job. And so Cratchit, in this, in, at least in this one movie that I'm picturing, is, is sort of backpedaling because Scrooge has the finger out. He's wagging it at Cratchit, all mad and gruff with him. And Cratchit is very nervous. But this is where Scrooge, he has already changed by this point. And so Scrooge actually, with playing with Cratchit, just says this one line. He says, I'm not going to stand for this any longer, and therefore, and therefore, I'm going to raise your salary. <laughs> and I just love that scene because Scrooge completely just messes with Cratchit, and Cratchit, it, even, it's almost like he didn't hear Scrooge, because he's still nervous, even at that point. Um, but Scrooge has to reassure him, you know, I'm, I'm kidding, I, I really am going to raise your salary. I'm not mad at you whatsoever. I'm a different person. I'm here to bless you and help you. I want to help your family. I want to help Tiny Tim get better. And, you know, the, the, the change is manifested to Bob Cratchit. But it had me thinking of that with the Lord, um, that sometimes when our perspective is off with God, we expect when we come to passages like this where he says you can't walk in darkness any longer because if you walk in darkness... Um, you're going to die. You're going to die in darkness, and, and I don't want that for you. But when you see passages like this, you're like, oh, he's, he just wants me to, to look at my sin and just realize how evil I am, and he wants to condemn me and judge me. And that's not at all the language you find in First John chapter 1. He says in verse 7, 
If we walk in the light, listen to this. If you and I walk in the light as he, Jesus, is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, with Christ, with God. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Do you notice that? He is saying, I want you to come out of darkness. I want you to come into the light. I want you to walk in the light. Because when you do, you fellowship with God. You have perfect fellowship with God and with the Lord Jesus Christ in perfect covenantal love. And that's just the first aspect. The second aspect is that when you come into the light, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Jesus is exposing darkness and bringing us out of the darkness so that he can cleanse us, so that he can help us. Not so that he can condemn us and judge us and make us feel all bad and wicked and evil. He wants to help us. He's, it's like the Good Samaritan coming along and seeing us bruised and battered and beaten because of darkness and sin and helping us up, picking us up and putting bandages on our wounds and taking us into the inn and giving us food and shelter and clothing and healing us. That's the image you're supposed to get of God here. And I think sometimes we just have a wrong perspective of God. We know that God is love. We know that God sent his son. And yet when he deals with harsh issues, it's like you're trained to think that he's mad at you and angry at you. And I don't want to say there's not any of that because God does hate wickedness. We talked about that on Sunday. And if you don't pay attention to this, Jesus one day is going to be the judge. And he is going to condemn people for their sin and their wickedness. So there is that aspect of God. And that's, of course, probably where we get this from. But the perspective here from 1 John and all over Scripture is not that way. It's not so God can judge us. It's not so God can condemn us or send us to hell. It's so that God can draw us unto himself and embrace us and cleanse us and heal us and restore us. And even like the stupid illustration I shared before, raise our salary, make life better and more joyful for us. That is the perspective we're supposed to have of God. And I too struggle with the perspective I shared with you before. That sometimes when I look at God, I'm very terrified. And again, some of that is good and right, but if it gets us to walk on eggshells or to even worse, run away from God, we've lost the whole point. The whole point of God exposing darkness in our light, in our life is so that he can help us and cleanse us and heal us and restore us and bring us back into loving covenantal fellowship with him. And I can't picture a better scene than that, than the all-powerful, almighty God grabbing us by the hand and saying, come, come out of the darkness. I don't want this to hurt you any longer. I don't want you to be bruised and beaten up by the devil, by the world system. I have better things for you. I want to raise your salary. I want to love you. Come out of the darkness. Let me cleanse you by the blood of my son. You don't have to stay in sin any longer. You don't have to walk toward hell any longer. Fellowship with God. And that's just an amazing promise we see here in 1 John chapter 1 that I wish we would have taken more time on on Sunday to talk about. Because it's such a unique perspective. That if you and I have a perspective of 
kind of like Scrooge that it's, you know, it's this really harsh character who's always telling us what's wrong with us and always telling us how bad we are. Boy, we've really lost sight of the true God. Because God does expose sin. God does expose darkness. God does call us things that we are. But it's never the end goal for God. The end goal is always restoration and healing and cleansing. And so the promise here in verse 7 is very simple. If you and I come out of the darkness and walk in the light, walk in the light, not just enter the light and then go back, but walk in it. We will have fellowship with God, fellowship with the Lord Jesus, and we will be cleansed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Wow, what a perspective. What a perspective. You and I must keep that perspective today because God does want you to walk in dark, excuse me, want you to walk in light. And it isn't optional. We don't have the option to say, yeah, no thanks. I'm going to go back to darkness because darkness equates death. And God would rather chasten us and discipline us for a time than have us die in our sin. But the perspective is love. The perspective has always been love. In fact, the reason we love John 3.16 so much is because that perspective is highlighted. In fact, if you would read the verse right after John 3.16, John 3.17, it says very similar language. God did not send Jesus Christ into the world to condemn the world. On the contrary, he sent Jesus into the world so that the world might be saved through him. Do you see that? It's a totally different perspective than what you would imagine Christ and God to do when they're holy and you're wicked. It's to just, you know, send lightning to you and, and crush you and kill you and condemn you. But that's not what he does. He desires to cleanse you. He desires to love you more than anyone on this earth could possibly desire to love you. God has more love. God has more joy. God has more security. God has more peace. God has greater fellowship. He has much better things than anything the world could offer you. Because the world is dark. And darkness abuses every single person who walks in it. And God wants each of us to come out of that abusive relationship and come into a right, holy, loving relationship with the God of the universe. And I pray that you'll think on this perspective today and that you'll make the obvious choice to come out of the darkness if you're walking in it and walk in the light. Or if you are walking in the light, to stay there and appreciate what exactly God is doing for you by showing you the light. And when you walk in sin or you fall into sin, he disciplines you in order to bring you out of the darkness and back into the light to have fellowship with you once again. What a great perspective of a loving, holy, righteous, kind, generous, compassionate God that we have. If you'll keep that perspective, you will walk in the light because it's the best thing for you. And I pray that you think about that today. Blessings to you as you think on that today. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.